Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. Your health on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Ellie Danka and Timothy Go right now talking about hypertension, the leading um, risk factor when it comes to stroke, heart attack, dementia. And it continues to cast a looming shadow over Asia. Now, you asked me earlier about blood pressure yeah. and when the last time I checked uh, was January. Okay. And I was just looking at an old message that I sent to my mom. It was 130 over 80. So it's uh, still well, 120 over 80. Sorry. Oh, that's so very I'm good. still yeah. in the good range for somebody who is my age, I think. Yeah. But shockingly, though, um, this comes with poor awareness and yeah. under treatment prevail in many countries uh, here in Southeast Asia. And across the world, really, contributing to nearly 3.7 million deaths each year. Yeah, would you believe that here in Singapore, 26 people are diagnosed with stroke daily and the number of stroke episodes are expected to rise as our population starts to age or continues to age. And a recent data review conducted by Omron Healthcare Singapore made a striking revelation. Monitoring blood pressure at home significantly reduces the risk of brain stroke. Yep. Uh, the study found that home blood pressure monitoring can help to empower individuals to track trends, identify risks, uh, of course, make informed health decisions. And it does serve as an invaluable support system uh, for those with family history of hypertension or even stroke. So why are we not turning to home blood pressure monitoring as a habit and how regular should this be done? Well, on the line with us is Alexis N, who is Director of Marketing and Digital Health for Omron Healthcare Singapore. Alexis, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, Alexis, tell us more about Omron Healthcare and, and the products that you have on offer for the market. Yep. Omron Healthcare is a global uh, healthcare device manufacturer. So we are headquartered in Japan, but we are a global company specializing in uh, devices supporting mm-hmm. home healthcare. Blood pressure monitors in particular is our best-selling product. So we are pioneers in this technology. And actually this year, we are celebrating our 50th anniversary um, from the first launch of the world's first blood pressure monitor at home. Yeah, so we do have a long history in blood pressure monitoring. I own one of those uh, Omron home blood pressure monitoring system. I used to. Oh. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Alexis, I got a very cheeky question for you. Get ready. Yep. How often do you monitor your <laughs> blood pressure at home? <laughs> uh, to be honest, in general, I, I measure it every day. Wow. Uh, once a day, yeah. Wow. Because once a day? Yeah. Yeah, once a day. Because I do um, think that this is quite important. Okay. It's something that I have on my desktop uh, uh-huh. and I, I do it as mm. a regular practice. Yeah, I guess with, with the new technology, especially in your Omron Healthcare um, mm. system, blood pressure monitoring system, it is quite easy to just insert it and press a button and, and there it goes. But the question is, how accurate is this system compared with the old-fashioned way, which some people might think is more accurate? Mm, yes, yeah, that, that's a very good question. The old system, which requires a stethoscope, the pumping, uh, the, what we call the manual um, or clinical uh, measurement, requires someone with professional training to mm-hmm. do it, so typically a doctor or a nurse. Mm-hmm. That also means that uh, it's not so easy to get accurate uh, measurements at home. Okay. Yeah, but for digital blood pressure monitors, it's basically designed for everybody who 
knows how to use uh, blood pressure accurately. So, mm. which means as long as you know how to put on a cuff properly and press a start button and, you know, it will just uh, measure your blood pressure. So, because it's automatic, you don't really have to think about it. And most of the time, uh, you can get fairly accurate blood pressure readings. Mm. That said, um, there are some technologies that try to overcome these human errors, yeah, such as, you know, putting the calf improperly. Right. Uh, so like Omron, we have a very important uh, technology called the IntelliRed calf mm. that basically eliminates human error. So whichever way you put on the calf, you will basically get accurate reading. Yeah, so you basically need to choose a good enough and clinically validated blood pressure monitor. Yeah. Very quick question, uh, Alexis. I had this experience recently, well, in January. That <laughs> was mm. the last time I did my blood pressure. Okay, sure. here's the story. Uh, my aunt told me to try the, her new blood pressure monitoring system. So I did put it on, blah, blah, blah. And my blood pressure was very abnormal. Like, I knew it was abnormal. Everyone knew it was wrong. So, you know, five minutes later, my mom tried it on me and everything was fine. 120 over 80, which, you know, was about the range that is normal for my age. So how do we prevent something like that from happening? If somebody who has no experience Mm. tried Mm. a blood pressure monitor, the result is not right, but not know Mm. it and they start panicking. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this is is also due to the fact that our blood pressure really varies from second to second. It's it's a dynamic, you know, vital sign of our body. Mm -hmm. So it's really quite important to have a consistent monitoring pattern. So what is recommended is that you measure it on a regular basis Mm -hmm. at the same time every day. So what's important or valuable, I think, to also doctors is that we want to establish trends. So making sure that we detect abnormality over time. Yeah. So if you measure it over time and it trends up, then you know that you have a problem. And that's when you need to speak your, to, the, to your doctor and see if, you know, you need interventions medically. The other thing that is also important to note is that one measurement doesn't say much. It's important then to take multiple measurements and uh, usually the recommendation is to take three in a row three. and then take the yeah take the average, average. Um, of the last two readings yeah it, so hmm. that's how you can overcome you know the variation in blood pressure from minute to minute. Is there a, a time that this should be taken, as you mentioned, to take it at the same time every day? But is there a suggested time which yes, uh, is yes. more accurate? Yeah. So in general, the time to take your blood pressure depends on your specific condition. And what we would say is, you know, always refer to your doctor for your specific recommended blood pressure time to take uh, your blood pressures. But if you're a general patient, uh, you know, buying a blood pressure for your regular monitoring, then we would recommend taking it two times a day. So in the morning, right after you wake up, and then, you know, at night, right before you sleep. Yeah, so that's basically the recommended time of measurement. Yeah, but again, you know, we are we always refer back to your doctor's instructions, which is going to be tailored to your specific conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree to that because uh, my doctor tells me to take mine uh, randomly. 
okay. uh, the most random time of the day. But that's tailored to my own condition. Uh, I am curious, uh, Alexis. So from here, right, we've established taking your blood pressure regularly uh, every day in that sense of regular. So what happens then when you realize how, how where does the effect come in in terms of early detection, in terms of managing potential hypertension? So if you are potential hypertension, that means you are not yet hypertensive, then um, I guess the regularity of monitoring is not as important. Again, refer back to your doctor mm. for specific mm. you know, measurement, regularity. But for people with hypertension, um, what our data is saying is that if you regularly monitor your blood pressure at home over time, you are able to reduce, or at least the blood pressure readings that are collected mm-hmm. tends to reduce within 12 months. So in Singapore, we see that 85% of users who are hypertensive is able to manage to improve their blood pressures within 12 months with 64% achieving well-controlled status, which means, you know, below 13585. Mm. Yeah, so, so that basically translates to a reduction in terms of your stroke risk. Is that because you are monitoring, you know what you have to do, you know if your blood yes. pressure and you're doing things to keep it low? Exactly. So basically, in a nutshell, you manage. You can manage what you can measure, right? Okay. So once you keep measuring, most likely if the blood pressure mm. readings are high, you know, you take measures to, to counteract that, whether it is being more compliant to your medication or trying to lose weight, you know, doing uh, the different lifestyle modifications to mm. try and reduce our blood pressure. I have a, an important question here for you because we are seeing more and more younger people uh, getting stroke, mm-hmm. uh, yes. not just in Singapore, but all over the world. And yet we have this idea that, you know, you shouldn't, you don't have to monitor your blood pressure if you're not of the age where you are at risk. But this mm. obviously is now changing. So how do we send that message across that even younger people should start monitoring their blood pressure regularly? I am an example of that. I don't do it myself <laughs> and I know I should be. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. how do you tell, what do you tell me? So, you know, the thing is we always have to remember that hypertension is also known as silent killer. So you yeah. don't feel it most of the time until it strikes, you know, when a stroke happens, it's potentially devastating or, you know, it might be very hard to recover from, yeah? So I think the key thing for us as Singaporeans is we need to remember that our life expectancy will increase. In fact, it will increase to 83 years old and longer if you are female, right? So it's important to know and focus on not how long we live, but how well we age. And I think preventing strokes is a big part of making sure that we age gracefully and also we can live out our senior years disease-free. And it's a journey, right? So we need to start uh, young and monitoring and making sure that we our blood pressure is in a healthy level. Even when we don't feel it, it's important. So at Omron, even our apps, Mm. Uh, tries to encourage people to regularly monitor your blood pressure. So we have uh, games um, to reward our our users to measure their blood pressure every day and we give them rewards for doing that. 
So if you're interested, go check out our Omron Connect app that can be used with our connected Bluetooth uh, devices. So that will basically hopefully encourage you to make blood pressure monitoring part of your habits. You know, just like 10,000 steps, right? If you just simply take your blood pressure every day, that will make a big difference in your stroke risk. You've convinced um, me. Yeah. Cut con- down on the hamon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I'm really going to go and buy a uh, blood pressure monitor again because I gave mine away. Uh, but oh, I think, yes, I am yeah. at that age that yeah. I need to monitor myself, especially yeah. when you see yeah. what I eat. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no harm, yeah. right? It's just a couple of minutes a day. Uh, I've been speaking with uh, Alexis Ed, who's Director of Marketing and Digital Health for Omron Healthcare Singapore. Alexis, appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great week ahead. Thank you. You too. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.